Yo. Yo. What's good? What's good? What's good? Hey, what's up, guys? What up? <laughs> Yo, I know you sound kind of crazy, man. We just had like a, a crazy ass epic night. Epic night. Epic night on a epic fucking night. Saturday. You know, I deliver these joints every Sunday. Shit was just crazy, bro. Like, man, this shit. And I got a guest today. It's not just me, Dolo. I'm gonna stop doing Dolo podcasts. I actually have my friend slash co-worker slash whatever the fuck you want to name yourself. Like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, so. Hey, what's good, man? It's your boy Hamza right now, you know, hopping out my, uh, and so, I mean, basically, how, how how should we just start this off, man? However the fuck you want Right, to so this, this is what happened. So, me and my friend end up booking uh, a hotel, right? And it was supposed to be 120 for the night. So we split it 60-60. So we go to the hotel. And all of a sudden, they're like, hey, listen, we ran out of the standard. So we're going to give you the biggest room, which is the suite. And we're like, okay, how big is this room? So I walk into this room. And it's like two bedrooms. You have a hallway, a kitchen, two bathrooms, a living room. I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is, like, huge. That's what she said. Then, um, <laughs> and then, uh. And then I was like, man, I felt so inspired. I'm like, oh my goodness, like my credit my credit score is so good. I was like, you know what? I bought a new Mint TLM 49 last week. I bought an interface. I, I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to go invest and I'm going to call up people and just see if they could come and try to create like an album or something tonight. So I call up um Corey. I call up my friend Anthony. I call up my friend Rox and uh, they all come through. So... We tried to make an album in one night, and we realized today that, like, it's not that easy. Like, it's just not that easy. It's not about having the best equipment. It's not about... <clears throat> it's really not about having the best equipment. It's more about how much time you invest in, like... We didn't know how to use... I didn't know how to use Logic, and I had Logic for, like, five years. So, like, preparation, I feel like, was so important. So, like, literally, we just... We're still going... We're literally still in the suite right now, and... Corey was like, I want to do a podcast. And I was like, you know what, man? Just let's just do this podcast, man. I wasn't even gonna do it. Like I was I don't I don't like making people wait. But you know, like I'm a human being, bro. I ain't we ain't even get no sleep. Like I only got two hours of sleep. He only got 30, 30 minutes. <laughs> like this shit is real. Like this shit is real. And you know, it was a it was an experience because, bro, we in the big ass suite for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. You got a whole bunch of fucking I can't say it. Well, we hood kids. I don't give a fuck. You got hood kids in the fucking suite. And we just was maxing out. And it wasn't even no partying, no drinking, none of that stuff. Like, no drinking, no smoking, none of that stuff of that nature. It was just more of everybody was in the creative space to try to make sure this nigga Hamza created an album. But we knew in our mind, like, that shit's not possible. You just can't wake up and say, I'm going to fucking do an album. Fuck this shit. Like, you ain't, we ain't fucking millionaires. I'm going to yeah. call everybody and make a fucking album tonight. But we, we going to push to make sure that niggas inspired to try to do it. Fuck it. It but, ain't a failure, bro. It's never a fucking L. Like, this it, shit is, I don't know, my nigga. It's like it's crazy. I mean, I mean, when you say that, like the reason, like me and Corey were talking about this whole L thing, like, so yeah, I didn't finish. The, I might even finish a complete song. Like that's the crazy thing. And if you if you literally like, I literally just went to Best Buy, the one on Union Square, twenty four hours. I bought a four K camera. I bought this, this like a fucking <laughs> a, a fucking cookout speaker. 
to do an album. Like, you don't need a fucking cookout speaker. Bro, y'all can see this speaker right now, bro. This shit lights up. This shit Bluetooth. As you playing a song, it's changing colors. The nigga brought a fucking... Polaroid. A nigga brought camera. a Polaroid camera, man. <laughs> a Polaroid camera. A 4K camera that's like $900. A fucking mic that's like like this nigga is like fake living now and what's crazy is this nigga's gonna go return all that shit you gotta gotta take advantage of the customer service you know what I mean this nigga's gonna go return all of this shit I'm keeping the mic, but like the, yeah, keep the mic. The, but that the cookout speaker is going the back. Cookout speaker has to go. <laughs> it belongs to somebody else's barbecue, not ours. You know not, what I mean? Not like, this barbecue. Not, not this barbecue today. <laughs> we didn't. Cook not it. on my watch. <laughs> Dead ass, bro. But, Dead ass. This is some crazy shit. But what some epic we, shit though. And but one thing we could tell you though is we used a 4K camera. We shot some hilarious. When I'm when I tell you hilarious classic footage. We got some classic. We got some classic footage. That's one thing I can say. I'm gonna try to drop whatever Hamza don't take and drop that on my on my YouTube. Just, just to, you know, just to get make people see my personality and not because a lot of people don't see my personality, they just hear it. That's and sometimes true. visuals is 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 much needed. Like visuals is like super needed. Yeah, especially today. Like <clears throat> people like are so like they have adapted to like watching YouTube videos and like. Netflix and Hulu where like everything now when you hear audio you kind of just instinctively want visual as well and that's I think that's why I feel like music is something that is in its own realm because like that's something you you literally like don't physically see but like you vision it and I feel like podcasts are gonna develop into that point by the same time like some people do film their podcasts so it's kind of like uh, you know, it's, 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 it might transform into that realm where like podcasts could be shot live and recorded. That's true. And at the same time, so it's mad shit to this. But I was telling this nigga, he was like, he think he took an L, and I'm like, bro, this is like more of a learning experience than yeah. a fucking L. Like, you can't take an L. L you can take an L through time. You can't take an L through money because you can make that right back, even though it's gonna be hard. But you can make that always make that shit right back, and I was saying you learn more about yourself. Like it's not easy. Like I was telling him, Pac is different. Tupac is different. That nigga just his work ethic is just different. Like he he rather lose sleep than anything. Like he don't give a fuck about sleep. And that, and a lot of us we we spoil you with sleep. Like we got the opportunity to sleep when we want to and shit like that. So Pac came home from jail and did like an album in like a week or some shit like that, or days, two days. Anything less than a week, I know that nigga did, but the nigga's work ethic is just different. Like, he's super consistent. He does continuous writing, and he probably remembers the song offhand, so you just can't wake up and be like, I'm going to do an album. That's what this nigga Hamza thought he was going to do. He thought he was Tupac. Yo, listen, man. The L today was for learning. It's not an L. It's, it's an L for learning. It's an L for learning. Definitely an L for learning. Definitely an L for learning. The L is for learning. That's how I vision that shit being said. Dead ass, my nigga. Dead ass. It's a classic line right now. It's like, the L's for L learning. L is for learning. Dead ass. You gotta make a commercial out of that. You guys gotta give us credit. 
and royalties. Nah, but on a on a more serious note, even though this it was an epic night, this nigga Hamza had said some real shit last night, and I I gotta have this nigga explain that shit mm. about like where where hate can be draw from mm. and looking at it because Hamza give some give them some of your background like where you from all right, all right so I'm um, not not exactly where you you know what I'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um, they can understand the perspective of what you said last night right that really draw a different it 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 created a different aspect on things like because I'm American so I'm African American whatever yeah um I don't really like saying that shit I yeah. don't know I'm probably in the way of saying that shit. Um, he just like he just really drew the different aspect on things of a outs from somebody from outside of America, how they would think America is. Right. Um. So basically, you know, um. Well, it kind of started. The conversation kind of started about like how. I mean, I don't like to get into politics, but like I just want to talk about the origin of the conversation. But the origin of the conversation is like how like. You know the whole thing with Muslims and being banned for transportation and airlines and everything, and and people are, keep saying like, oh my God, like these Arabs or these Muslims are like so crazy. They're blowing themselves up. They're killing us. They're doing this. They're terrorists. But like, what I don't understand is like, see, I come from Lebanon, right? My parents are both Lebanese. I lived in Lebanon for about like six years, like, um, and the way we view it is like, man. We're doing nothing to you guys, but yet <clears throat> you come and pick on our countries. Like, imagine if you were like an eight-year-old kid, right? And this is what really happens. I mean, you see it on the news and stuff. You see these kids like coming up from like under like rocks and dirt and they're full of dust and stuff. So imagine this eight-year-old kid, right? And he has basically <clears throat> his mother and his father living in a home. And all of a sudden, imagine like, you know, the war from Iraq or whatever country, like, boom, all of a sudden we, they blow up his house or whatever, right? And then he ends up being, for example, the only survivor or, you know, he ends up being a survivor. His his mother and, and father both die. Like, and this kid is only eight years old. So when this kid is growing up with that, it's like he's going to have a rotten heart. He's going to have a very dark life because think about it. He doesn't understand why he had to lose his parents over something he's not involved in and doesn't understand. So when he's looking for somebody to blame or point the finger at, all he can think about is like a foreign country like the United States because that's who caused his pain. And so when he does one day come to the United States, you expect this person to be all loving and caring. And it's hard. It's impossible because this man has endured so much pain for the past, like 50, for the rest of his life. He will endure the fact that his parents died being a casualty of some political warfare between two countries and you expect this kid to not have any vengeful perspective towards the foreign country that caused him this much pain i mean it's outrageous to me and i feel like to be to have muslims labeled as terrorists and crazy people and stuff like that it's like man do you understand how much pain america has caused to these middle eastern countries and i'm not in, i'm not into politics i don't like to get involved but it's just like it's it's so it's so it's the truth and people just get so caught up by this like propaganda that's still being spread today i mean especially now with social i mean you notice bro nowadays when um the the president or whatever puts up speeches bro it's on youtube nowadays like the first thing it's like a headline yeah. on youtube it's like they want you to see it first like Cause they they realize they they really realize that 
um, social media controls humanity. And I knew they realized that because uh, they chose Trump as president. <laughs> he the biggest troll. Anything with Trump right now, I could guarantee will get a million clicks in less than an hour. Yeah. So it's an attention factor, I guess, right now that we in. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah. But that's like what we in. And we gave the phone the power. Like, is the phone controlling us or do we control the phone? Mm. I heard somebody once ask that question and I really think that's a deep ass question. Nobody understands the origin or the 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 depth in that question. Mm. Does do we control the phone or does the phone control us? And I feel like the phone controls us. Cause it's been situations that I didn't pay my phone bill and I've been without a phone for two months and I guarantee that was like the best times of my life. Because now I don't want to pull out my phone to record everything. I have to actually remember numbers. So it mm. took you back to modern times. And it was kind of a fun time for me. And I didn't know what was going on in the world. And it was like not knowing sometimes is the best thing. What do you mean by that, not knowing? Not knowing? It's like the news. When it comes to the news, some like you mean you oh, work in the same place, okay, right? Okay. H&M, when y'all tell me stuff that happened... And I don't know about it. I'd I be best not knowing because sometimes it'd be just, I think sometimes it'd be no news and they create news. Kind of just like something to fill in the gaps of time. Fill in the gaps of today. Yeah. So like, I don't be no, like, I don't know. Mm. It's like, uh, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop, right? Mm. So people be like, oh, you seen Love and Hip Hop last night? Look, this is what this person did. And I don't know. Like, I don't give a fuck about it. Like, <laughs> like I don't, it, it, I don't care to know. Like, it, it give me something important that I need to know. Like, the 12 girls that's missing in D.C. That's being trafficking. Like, they're kidnapping girls and and selling them. I, that I need to know. Because then I need to warn my friends that don't watch the news that got daughters. This happened in D.C., but it still it goes on in New York. I mean, it could spread easily, yeah. I mean... It could spread easily, but that, that's easily. things I need to know. Things that help my community or that... Needs to be spread That's, I need important information Not unimportant information Yeah A motherfucker can tell you How much Jordan's cost But can't tell you Martin Luther King Day You feel know. me like Give me important information You're right And you know But you know what's so crazy though, bro Like Your perspective I mean Your perspective is somewhat how, how can I say it Like it's More of it's more of the reality of things, but like, yeah. you know, I, it's kind of hard to blame these kids sometimes or these people because, man, that's all they're taught. By I their... can't say taught because in the nineties, in the nineties, internet wasn't even big. Remember, at one point, it was internet, the internet. It wasn't even called social media. It was just called the internet. Right, but what I'm saying is like, you know, it's not that you're taught like by someone or something, but like you're taught through these patterns. Of like, yeah. you go on social media, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why, yo, bro, there's phases where I literally just delete every social media app. I don't probably don't delete my account or whatever. I just delete the apps for like two, three weeks, a mm-hmm. month sometimes. I went three, four months once. And um, I literally don't want to have anything to do with it. I don't want to know about what's the current lifestyle. But people nowadays have this notion of, okay, um, let's say you admire a friend or something, right? Yeah. You, you see their picture, okay, he's doing this, like, streetwear photography, whatever. Oh, man, he got this this outfit on, blah, 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 right? So now you feel like, man, 
if he's wearing this outfit, then I guess this is the trend and this is how to be cool. Do you notice that some people nowadays, man, when they dress, they literally dress in the same exact outfit, the same exact style, in the same exact way? Because, bro, they're, I wouldn't, maybe some of them like it, but some of them, I feel like they don't know how to be themselves because they're just programmed through the social media and stuff like that, which I feel like it's, it's taking away people's identities. And that's, that's a, the scariest part. That is the scariest that's part. That's the scariest part. Losing your identity is the scariest part. I was just saying it's like I put up a post on Instagram and it it caused a, a uproar right. with certain women. What was the post? The post was uh it was four pictures. It's like girls wanna curse like a sailor, dress like prostitutes, and twerk like strippers, but wouldn't be treated as queens. And a lot of women was in my comments like do you wear panties and going mad hard? And I never gave my perspective on it. And I want that, like, and then the girl was just, like, coming at me in the comments, and I'm like, yo, I really, great. You don't want to give your perspective on it, but you can post a picture. Not every picture that I post I agree with. It's more of a I want other people's opinions. You know what, Because other people's opinions can change my opinion that might be ignorant to the media. Right. Well, Corey, check this out, man. And this is something... I had to learn. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, man, it's better not to express your opinion. It's better. It's really sometimes better. it's much better, and especially like, like for example, like you're talking about these women who dress like on my alarm. Turn that off real quick. I literally put an alarm for the time I should wake up, but I guess I didn't wake up because I never really slept. Um, but what I'm saying is like, uh. My bad, I'm just turning off all my alarms. I don't want it to, like, ring again. But what I'm saying about these women, right? And I'm not trying to judge these women because um, some of them could be, like, you know, I don't know what their background is. Some of them could, you know, I don't know them, right? I don't know. But what, I'm, what I want to say is this. If you feel like that woman or whoever that person's <clears throat> lifestyle doesn't fit yours, then just avoid it. I no longer do that, man. I, I used to do that back in the day. I used to be like, oh, this person's lifestyle is like this. Like, oh, man, I can't. You know what, man? If I don't feel like your lifestyle works with my lifestyle, then I'll probably just avoid you. I wouldn't want to be around you. But the reason why the women I feel like came at you is because maybe that's their lifestyle and they're kind of like... In denial about it? Maybe, I want to say denial, but maybe they're kind of, they feel misunderstood maybe. Maybe they feel like they're having fun. I mean, so... But like, that's my... I mean, but at the same time, listen... irks me. But you're right because it, you are right in the, in the post. It does make sense. Some women are that way. Yeah. But I feel like the problem. I feel like what you did not not to say that you're you know. I feel like you should have maybe never expressed that and just kept that to yourself. Because sometimes, bro, it backfires when you put your opinion on something that it's unnecessary for you to go. Because if you know these women are a certain way, then avoid them. Because there's plenty. And I mean, plenty of great moment. I mean, you saw my friend Rox right now, yeah. bro. She's great, bro. Yeah. I called her up 12 o'clock. I said, listen, I need you to come do these videos for me. Bro, she came through. Does she dress like one of them? No, she's in sweats. She's chilling. Does she act like them? No. So a, a woman like that is like, it's high quality. Mm-hmm. Those women who are like. They're not high quality. They're not high quality. And that's why, bro, don't even post your opinion about low quality shit. Don't even, don't even. That's a good suggestion. Don't post, don't even post your opinion. Like, it's not even. A, I was posting my opinion. I was looking for opinions from others. But man, you, so, I didn't even have no caption on. But this shit. but the thing is, listen, Corey. 
what do you need an opinion on when it comes to that situation? Because you already know. You already know what the answer is. That's a fact. You already know what the answer is. That's a fact. You but know. you know what it is? As a man, I try to understand women more. Listen, man. If my Listen, I'll get me wrong. If my girl is... I cannot, like, for example, I've never been in a serious relationship. I admit that to you right now. I've yeah. never been in a serious relationship. But if I was to ever get in a serious relationship, I definitely would not want a girl that's wearing crop tops down the street, bikinis all the time. And I, mean, I don't even feel comfortable with my girl being in bikinis or panties or thongs, nothing, bro. I feel like I like a woman to be more preserved in her sexuality. And I feel like the twerking, the whole dressed up in this pattern or blah yeah. blah and talking loud on the train station or acting I, it's a turn off for me and I don't want to discipline people I don't want to sound like oh, hey please stop doing that like that's kind of like I, I feel like I'm being passive aggressive or being rude but in reality is I I when I'm with you I you're representing me that's a fact you're representing me so when, when you posted that I feel like man it's not even worth posting mm-hmm. it's, it's not even worth posting because you know the answer Corey when you when you look at a woman, bro, she might put up this whole personality act or whatever, but bro, you, first impression really does count. Right. First impression really does count. If right. you meet up with her the first day and she's already like literally in just her like you know you know those little tops just like yeah. a bra or whatever, and it's like sixty five degrees out and she has that under her ja- like under her jacket, it's kind of like whoa, okay, like either you're too comfortable or this is what you're. Projecting, so don't be mad at me as a guy and expect me not to look or look at you in such an adultery type of manner when this is what you're projecting and all of a sudden you want me to treat you like you're such a respectful woman. Like, it's hard. And that's why I feel like, man, don't even bother. Don't even bother posting your opinion on that. Yo, you know what's so crazy? And and I put this in a different perspective because it's like, I don't want everybody... Everybody's not meant to be a high-quality person. You feel me? Man okay. or female. But just me I just me viewing Muslim women, right? They keep they, they keep their body covered. Right. And still... I don't know what happens behind closed doors. Right. But I know eventually, maybe in the house, is, or in the bedroom, it's taken off. I mean, and they yeah, preserve I mean, their body for their man. Right. And they still end up in a happy marriage. Right. Happy relationship. You know what I'm saying? All relationships got ups and downs. Right. But still get married. Still have a happy life. Right. And these are women that are covered. Right. Then the woman that's less covered is wondering why she continues to get fuckboys. Right. You're with... Like, I don't understand it. You... The first, like you said, image is everything. If I approached a woman in the club and my pants is sagging, she has every right to judge me. You can tell a person's characteristic by how they dress. Is it always right? No. Right. Is it accurate? Maybe. But it's like, that's the shit that kills me. And I think we in a time where they think less clothes is sexy. I want less clothes for me in the house. I don't want less clothes for everybody else. No niggas gonna wife a girl that's naked on Instagram. I remember when I was coming, like when I was growing up, when AIM was hot. It was a big mm. thing to even get a picture of a girl in brown panties. If you want to see a girl in brown panties in 2017, go to Instagram. Why is it that accessible? If you think your body is sacred and you feel like 
You don't even have to do anything. You just literally type in bra panties on the hashtag and boom. Boom. <laughs> and the fact that it's too accessible. Or Miami. That, Miami, Miami spring break. This is my new logic on things. Pregnancy, relationships, sonograms, kids. If these things are so sacred to you, why you don't leave it off the fucking internet? Why must people show? I just had like somebody post them bre- breastfeeding. That's sacred. That's motherhood. Why do we need to see you? Why? Right. Why? Like, why do you need to share that with us? It's not that I don't. I find it disgusting. This is motherhood. This is a moment between you and the child that's precious. <laughs> And you want to share it with the internet. You want to have your... T- like, if I'm your boyfriend, take that down. I don't want your nipple. I don't want your titty, even if it's not showing your nipple, on the internet. Why do we have to share things on the internet all the fucking time? Like, y'all talking to somebody, right? right. People be talking to somebody. They call them bae. Just in talking stages. You're doing it because you want the world to know that you're happy right now. Okay. And then that person becomes temporary, and then you become upset. Right. That we in the land of where people are temporary. We are, people are temporary because it's too much access to options. The internet is the biggest. I, uh, it's a dude in the world right now that doesn't leave his house that could get a million females. You don't have to leave your house to get girls anymore, right? And that's the saddest shit because outside is the real world. Outside, when you step outside, that's the real world. Because at this point, anything is possible. You can step outside right now. A nigga could bump me. We get into a fight. I end up in jail. That's reality. I can't do that in the house. That cannot happen in the house if you by yourself. The most you can do is die by doing something stupid like leaving the Franks on. Like, <laughs> something stupid. You feel me? Like, but reality, outside is reality. And we, I don't think we understand that. I think we think reality is in the phone. Like, nah. This, the, the social media created cowards like. To, to express how they feel and do what they say with no repercussion. You know what, man? We living in a killer's, killer's world right now, killer's and insensitive world. So, and let me tell you something, Corey. And this is kind of like, see, I mean, I've I've I've, been, I've learned recently, right? I've, this is something I'm trying to practice. <clears throat> so I wouldn't say that I didn't have your perspective at one point. Yeah. What I what I do nowadays, man. I just. Choose to look somewhere else That's a fact You know Like I literally So basically In August I was supposed to move to Michigan Right But it didn't work out But I'm like Yeah listen man Like what can I do right now To just be productive Man I deleted social media I mean Instagram Twitter Facebook Snapchat And I went for like Maybe to like January man Just without it And man I mean it's It kind of makes you Sane And it's I, you know same, what I realized? It makes you feel the same because you don't yeah. have to compare yourself with others subconsciously. At the same time, man, I don't have to, like, what you're, everything you're saying right now, right? You notice how it gets you frustrated? Yeah. Because you sound frustrated. Yeah. You notice how it gets you frustrated, agitated. You feel like this should be more of a standard. Yeah. But you know what it is, Corey? It's like you're looking at the wrong place for that standard. That's true. So, That's true. You have to remove yourself from that perspective. Yeah. And that's what I did. And 
man, I mean, I meet great people just in my school. I meet great people just walking down the street. And you're right, 100% nowadays, bro, you could go online on like Tinder or whatever and just swipe right, right, right. Oh, you want to come over? Boom. That's you met somebody just now. Positive and negative. Yeah. There's positives and negatives to that, you know. But at the same time, man, if people choose to live that lifestyle, I can't judge them. But if you feel like that lifestyle affects you negatively, where you have to keep looking at people's social media and you feel like, wow, why are they, why, why are they doing this? Pull yourself out, where you don't have to see that. You're right. You're right. But you know what it is. Let me tell you what it is with me, bro. Yeah. It's 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 a deeper aspect with me on it on that. I get what you're saying because. I don't comment negative shit on people's shit. I don't complain on people's shit. Right. You feel me? You're you right. I do need to look somewhere else. But the thing is, it's deeper than that with me. Like, it's more of a... I look at it from a black... Like, for, for the black community. Like, I want to... Sometimes I like to voice my opinion. Like, not, not even voice my opinion. I want to spark a thought in somebody's head to change... What's going on today? Will I ever do it? Who knows? You feel me? But it's more deeper from a black, like, me being, like, a black male. And me, like, I don't think the world understands. You see how, like, you broke down that perspective of someone from a Middle Eastern country? It's the same shit for black people. Right. Like, just imagine, like, just growing up already in a a poverty-stricken area. Right. And you watch Your father's not there Because your father Nine times out of ten Like just was irresponsible Or didn't get along with your mother And he chooses to go away But he wants to keep in contact with him But most of our pops don't keep in contact with us So Subconsciously it doesn't affect you as a baby But like growing up And then watching your mother have another boyfriend It fucks with you Because this person is not your father So you have a jealousy or a hatred towards this person Because they're not your father So y'all don't get along so mm. you grow up with this anger. Right. And then you got to understand, most of I'm not even trying to be funny, but no, yeah. most of the people from my generation are crackbabies. Cry like, baby. literally crackbabies. They watch their moms do crack and dope, and we've been fucked up. And our mother will hide it from us. And you grow up still poor. You having to create. Bro, we was creating basketball baskets out of crates and dunking on them shits. You feel me? So, and you grow up angry, and then you... You not knowing how to love, like how to love, like because we didn't, we don't really want to examine it from another man loving our moms. And we want our father to do it, and we want to learn from from our father. Think about it, like if you you if you really watch why black men is misguided and why they act the way they act is because we grew up with no father, bro. Who taught black men how to be men? That's why we have that baby or immature or super emotional or we glorify thugs and drug dealers because that type of emotion came from the the the, the female, the mother. So that's why you have emotional people that react over emotion that's in jail. The structure is not there. The structure is not there because our fathers is not in our lives. So you have daughters, you have a generation of sons and daughters growing up the same way that I grew up. You feel me? The same way that I grew up, and I, as a young boy, I glorified drug dealers because they was getting all the money and all the girls. So I thought that was the way of life because I'm listening to music, niggas like Jay Z, and I'm, damn, that nigga really, you know what I'm saying? He really doing it. He really get all the girls. And then you grow up and you're lost a little bit because, all right, 
you're being promiscuous with women and mistreating women, but you don't know why. And you want to have sex with women, but you don't know why. What is your reason why? Why you want to do this to women? D- some men wake up, some men don't. I, I-, I had an opportunity to wake up. Mm. That was a self thing because I'm like, if I keep going down this, this road, I'm going to either catch something that's not curable right. or have a baby by a, a, a hurt female. That grew up with like just like me, so she her trust in men is not there. Wait, wait. So you, it's a deeper aspect, and then you have this. What I'm telling you is 95 percent of what I of who's on Instagram that I follow. Wow, it's a deeper aspect of the ghetto, and then you got to understand we're be black people are being judged as animals and shit like that when a demographic was created by a white men. Like my neighborhood consists of. A corner store, a liquor store, a chicken spot, and McDonald's, and a Chinese store. Like, what around there is healthy, just as food, as food-wise, just to generate a positive thought. is nothing around there that, you're going to drink liquor, which has crazy amount of sugar in it. You're going to get chicken, which crazy has a crazy amount of sodium in it. And this is why black people suffer from diabetes, high blood pressure. You feel me? So, they look at us as animals, but they created the demographics for, like... Who's not going to be an animal in that demographics? Then you're judged by your name, your skin tone, so you can't get a job. And you're telling me money. The American dream is to have money. But you tell our, 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 our sons and daughters they can't have this job because of their skin color. So you, you're, you're judging our sins. Now you have a black male that's fatherless that chooses to sell drugs because his mother is struggling. He's not selling drugs because he want to hurt his community. He's selling drugs because he want his he want to help his mother. So now he ends up getting caught and now he's in prison. And during his time out, maybe he had a girlfriend. Maybe he impregnated a girl. Now he's in jail while his son is born. And the same cycle continues and continues and continues and continues. So it's not me being frustrated with what I see on it. On I think it's me being frustrated with people not knowing the source of why black people act the way they act. We've been affected since slavery and it still goes on. It's more of a mental thing now. It's not a physical thing. The physical thing is we work in retail. That's like kind of like a slavery thing. But it's more of a mental thing. And it's like a fucked up situation that affects generations and generations and generations of people. And I wish that I maybe I can spark something that, that, that tries to break the cycle. But people don't understand that aspect of it. Like really growing up in a poverty-stricken situation. And then having You got to understand a lot, a lot of this genre of music and genre a, a lot of things that was created that black people created was created off of being poor like being poor think like hip hop it, 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 it hip hop if you really started it was like from a struggle point of view it was like I'm like I'm I'm here and this is why like you know what I'm saying so it's like it's deeper than what people think and what people think I'll be frustrated about it be it's like I want people to understand where we come from and the aspect where we come from is deep. It's real deep. Like how you explain to me your that shit is deep, bro. That's a different aspect of it, but it's kind of the same. Right. And why people don't understand Muslims. Right. And they stereotype. Right. So after you said that, I no longer like my mind is clear from like, first and foremost, I don't think every Muslim is a bad person. But my mind is I think I I if I go to crack a Muslim joke or terrorist joke, I will Hundred percent hold back on respect for you and the aspect you bring to it because like it's is that's deep, bro. How is like I understand that anger. I understand that anger because 
It happens. Black people have that anger, that same fuel, there bro. There you go. There you go. That black people have that same anger. Right. And I don't think people understand. I don't think people understand. Like, the re- this is the reason why we act like animals. We have drug infest. Bro, I go on my, my, my project. Sometimes crackheads is on the fucking stairs. Smacked. Yeah. Out their mind. Pissing. You'll smack the shit out of them and they won't wake up. Pissing on the staircase. Come Pissing on. on the staircase. Then we're in situations we in New York City, bro. A thousand dollars won't even get you a good apartment. It gets you a fucking half of this, bro. And it's like if you put somebody rich in that same situation, probably jump out the fucking window. That's true. So it's like it's it's a lot of shit with being black. It just so happened that I took the time out and dug. I'm like, why black people be so angry? Why are we so angry as black people? And I was like, yo, th- the thing is, we don't know how to love. And I wanted to ask you that. Gee, we don't know. How, you said don't. one. You said one thing. You said you you change. You said either you change yourself. Yeah, you looked at it. Yeah. G- give give me uh <clears throat> give us more detail on that experience right there. That's what I personally my, want to know about you because I feel like I could learn from that myself. I, my experience <clears throat> mine was very like I was very promiscuous and fucked up. Like I would like. As a male, you start lying to get pussy. You just do anything to get pussy. And I was just thinking, like, when you sit down, you think about doing women wrong. You think, like, I'm going to have a daughter. And somebody, he's, she's going to run into a nigga like me, and I'm not going to like it. And that shit scares me. That shit scares me as a man. That shit really scares me because if I'm too... It's, it would be no way to stop her from doing... The things you did to other women. No things that women done to me like you can have a strict parent and she's gonna be you could be a strict parent she's gonna sneak in you could be a free parent and she's gonna be wild like it's no and my biggest fear is like karma like never one I never been a fan of karma right therefore I, I woken up and and wanted to do right by people not only women just by people right. like I respect everything I I respect everybody around me and I respect everything like I don't disrespect somebody I don't know. Who to say that nigga ain't a boxer? Nigga ain't a UFC fighter. Right. I don't come at niggas incorrect. And I, that's why I said I don't co- I go on people's page and comment negative shit. I don't know what they going through. And I don't know who they know. <laughs> so it's like, that when you think of it, that aspect, and I'm like, all right. Like, when you deal with a lot of women, what is, is it for yourself or is it to tell a story? And I, so I see a lot of men do it to tell a story and they make irresponsible decisions like, and they glorify it Like I had niggas that I don't know Be like Yo you a funny nigga About that video Because Like I do this to women Or I don't use condoms And like That's something you Feel comfortable telling You feel You feel good about that shit Like that's not Cool That's what I'm trying to say The thing about going back to If it's so precious to you Like why you don't take care of it Like You love your penis But you You would Fuck a joint raw That you don't know and AIDS is not curable. Like, that's, I don't think men get it sometimes. Mm. And it's like, you think you could do all this to women, and women, women choose for men to move like that. Niggas really, really a, a, a female can either break or make a, fem- a man. If you ever pay attention to success, she could either be his failure or success, his success. And that's like, it was, it's just one, I don't know, it was just like, I don't, if, I don't know what happened in 2015. And I was just—I'm not participating in that act. You know? What actions? I guess it was what a, actions? Some, some, I want to know the actions. Like what? 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 I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Going to be part of the posting. 
yeah, if she ain't sucking dick, I'm kicking her out, or I'm not kicking her out if she ain't giving me no ass. I was not gonna, I'm not, I'm, I wasn't gonna be a part of mistreating women and putting on social media like it's fucking cool. Okay. Or so, doing it for between me and her and thinking it's cool, like just mistreating women for no reason. So you did you like? Are you currently in a relationship? Or nah, you, I'm not currently. In a okay, did you like go through a relationship in that phase, or did you say you know? what? And that yeah, I, I, at the beginning of Vine, yeah, the beginning of Vine, yeah, 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 the beginning of Vine. But it was like one of those situations in which me and her met each other at the wrong time because my dad died. I'm sorry to hear that. And then she met me at that time, and I, my dad didn't die the 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 day she met me, but a few months after she we started going out, my dad died, and then I was. Getting popping on Vine So I finally found my lane In life I found yeah. like people I can expire And I liked the I liked the fame And I liked the notoriety But then my dad died And it's like I kept on trying to explain to her And she was like Why you don't This is what Going back to black people Don't have to love Why you don't use that As your motivation In which it's true But she could have said it different And it probably would have Driven a better man At that time This is 2013 Going into 2014, if I'm not mistaken. So it was like it's it's mad. It was mad shit, and I feel like it's gonna be mad people that listen to this podcast and suffer for the same issues me or you, and that's two different aspects with the same type of anger. That's the craziest shit. Yeah, and it's like I know it's I know it's true. It just needs to be said. Like black people, you're not the only one suffering. You know, this so- man' house was blown up. Our houses don't get blown up. But I experienced being homeless before. Mm. I got burned out of my apartment. So I, what, 15% understand? Understand that aspect of it. And I think people need to hear from, like, when Trump is talking of shit and they making Muslim jokes, people need to hear that shit. Like, why? It's just the same situation with white people, right? When you have white See, white people got different problems. They got different problems, and that's like they problems. Not I'm not gonna say it's less or bigger. They go through situations when their mom mistreats their dad. Right? Dad goes to work, works his ass off, but the mom is cheating. And then I'm just giving you a real scenario that I see I'm on shows. Jab, yeah, jab boy, that I okay. see on shows and shit like that's that. True. The mom is mistreated, and dad, the dad is just like he's he's, he's submissive. The mom cheats And then they have that beef Going on in the house And the The son or the daughter Watches it And it creates a different Type of anger mm. In him mm. To where he's like Shit If my household is not safe It might strike Uh Like An evil thought in his head Like I don't wanna see nobody Fucking happy If I'm not happy mm. And that's probably why You got collarbones And shit like that mm. Some Some of them students That Shot up in schools Was bullied Who's to who's to say? But it's like we all do. It's like it. it I'm really for humanity, like for real. Because at the end of the day, if you technically think about it, somebody white had to be like, "This is not right." Like slavery is just not right for it to stop. Somebody had and his books of slave owners that was low key training slaves how to read, because somebody white was like, "This ain't right." Like physically making them do this shit every day. For no money, just for the sake of fucking America, somebody white had to say this is not right to somebody that's higher in power for them to end it. 
And if how I'm speaking English today is because somebody white. I'm not. It's not about. Don't I don't want to hear about coonery or none of that. But I'm just saying somebody. Everybody really needed each other. Right. Because if you didn't have Mexican, they it would be no buildings built. Like everybody needs each other in some type of aspect. If a, a person don't understand street smart, they can get it from a black person. If I don't understand Wall Street type of um, knowledge, I can get it from a white person that's willing to show me. We all help each other. Like that's what I'm not understanding, and that's what when we separate ourselves in categories, that's what creates the the hate. But the hate that's brainwashing and it's crazy. It's 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 stupid to me. It's really stupid to me, but. In order to run a country, you have to have controversy and drama. You have to have somebody to laugh at. We was the ones being laughed at. Gay people was being the ones to laugh at. Muslims was being the ones to laugh at. Now they're being laughed at now because of Trump. So you have to have somebody to laugh at. Somebody has to be at the bottom so you can point at them. Because if you don't have that, then everybody's happy. And everybody happy doesn't make sense. It, doesn't make, it seems like it would never make the universe... Revolve around like it's just to people. It wouldn't make the universe make sense if everybody's happy. So you have to have somebody to laugh at. Therefore, they're gonna keep us at the bottom, so they got somebody to point at and laugh at. Because even though they have money, they're still not happy at the top. And it's weird because everybody thinks money make you happy, and it's not. That's not. That's not a fact. Because he's a billionaire right now. That's crying. That's lonely. And he's a billionaire. He got everything. Oh, I want this. I want that. But he's crying because he's lonely. Was missing his love for him. He can't. Fi- he feels like he can't find a woman that really loves him for him. They only around because he got money. So it's like you have to have to, to build America or to build a country. You have to have somebody to laugh at. And I see, I see countries like Dubai and shit like that, but they still have a poverty stricken, uh, have po- crazy poverty stricken areas. So it's like it's it, people don't understand humanity. They need to understand like it's not about the skin tone. We all need each other. Because in order for hip hop to become so popular, even if the person was like, I I can profit, even if a white person is at the time and I can profit off of it, the, the message the sonically, it still got spread to other countries. So they had to say, all right, we're going to do this. And it's like, I don't think every white person is grimy. And like, I don't think like that, bro. And they brainwashed <laughs> just how we brainwashed. Mm. Everybody's brainwashed to hate each other and it's stereotypical. But it has to be controversy. It has to be drama for to run a country. I really learned that shit like looking at America. It has to be drama. It can never be a good day. It's never a good day on the news. Never. Just a straight good day. It's always local store was robbed. Bank was robbed. It's never a good day on the news. A new shit report good and bad shit. But it's majority bad. They just want to get the information out first. Mm. To make headlines and clicks. And shit like that. So it's it's weird. Like it, this is how our country is run. Bro. It's business. It's business. It's business, bro. America is a business, not America's a, a business. It's not a country. It's a business. It's a business, man. It's definitely a business, and nobody understands that. Shit. It's all about how can we make the most profit in, like slavery. Slavery exists to all races right now. Well, they just didn't do it. They they said, all right, we're not going to just do it to black people. But imagine if we can get white people to contribute to this shit. You telling me $15 is an hour's worth our time? Anybody. Her time, your time, my time? No. Time is priceless. Something you can't get back. So you put a dollar on our time. And now every race is working in the building to generate money for, for America. 
that we all slaves. We all like slaves, and nobody understands. Even if you have the job that you're sitting at the desk, you're going to a job that you do not like. Who wants to sit there at a fucking desk, even if you're making hundred k a fucking year? Who wants to just sit there and do this shit all day? We all fucking slaves, bro. They just found a way to just get everybody, and everybody. You just sitting there, you're laughing at, you're laughing at black people for doing this. But then it's like, bro, you're a slave too, because you get up to go to a job. Like everybody's a sellout, bro. It's a fact. And nobody, it seems like nobody needs don't. They don't understand that aspect of it. They just didn't only do it to black people. They did it to everybody. That's like. I mean, you, you bring a lot of valid points, man. But, Corey, I'll say this, man. Although, someone like you, right? Let's put it in that perspective. If you decided yeah. to say, when you, let's bring it, back, not bring it back to women, but just kind of backtrack a little bit so I could, like, connect the points. Yeah. You said that you don't long, you no longer want to see women in that perspective and you decided to change. Yeah. What I feel like, even though black people... Or just people in poverty in general, bro. Yeah. And I'm not rich. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just like everybody else. Yeah. But I still refuse to accept what I'm dealt with. For example, like even though I work right now at retail, we work at the same job at H and M. I mean, we're definitely making less than fifteen dollars an hour. We'll tell you that much. Right. So. And I'm not listen. H and M for a retail company. I mean, it's probably the best retail company I've worked for. That's a fact. It's the, the only retail yeah, company yeah. I've never been stressed out. About. No, no, no. I, I admit that. I, I give that. I give that company its credit. But what I want to say is this, man. At the end of the day, 15 hours is just not going to do it for me because I want to have my own house. I mean, this week right now, even though we we kind of going back to the week, like yeah. we meet me and Corey and you know Roxy Anthony first walked in. I mean, when you see this suite, man, you're just like, wow, like why can't life be like this every day where I have this room exactly. where where I could just put my podcast. I mean, getting $15 an hour is not going to do this for you. And what I what I what I want to do now is I just want to say something, man. Don't let someone's opinion dictate your future. That's true, and that's what I feel like. People need to stop making excuses. Like, like I'm like I get it. Black people did live through a lot of like poverty and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, if you there's a lot of black people that made it out. That's true, and you just gotta stop making excuses for yourself, saying, "Oh my God." I mean, there's a saying in uh, in Arabic. I don't know if it's a. I'm I'm assuming it's Arabic saying, but they say today's generation or generation today. Blames their grandfathers for what they have been through today, and it's like if you think about it, it goes back to black people, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, I mean, some of it is a pattern, but at the same time, you can't say, "Oh my God, we were slaves at one point." Well, now you're free. What are you gonna do now? What are you gonna do now? Now you're free. Okay, maybe this or there's laws against discrimination. Maybe some companies get away with it, but some don't. Yo, this shit is almost an hour. I never went this long, but but. We went- well, this is a deep conversation And if yeah. they want to listen to it They'll do half and half off Yeah I mean it's up to them Now What I'm trying to say is this man Don't make an excuse for yourself man Never Like right now Look Take advantage of your information Right now I just invested Literally like maybe this week alone Like about $5,000 That includes my My taxes Money I've saved up for like The past few years Everything I say You know what I have a good credit line I'm gonna just 
use it. If I don't like it, I return it. But don't make an excuse for yourself to say, I didn't try. And I feel like no matter what race you are, what color, whatever, if you don't attempt to try, then don't complain. Then just stop saying this and that and this and that. And and that's, that's, like, that's where it comes from. And I feel like that's why I like the self-help industry today is so big because it feeds people that information like, oh, yeah, be this, be that. But it's not bad. Be yourself, man. Just try. Don't worry about the the past. Don't worry about, oh, man, I'm living in this situation. There's no way I can be successful. No, man. If you really want to be successful, yeah, you might have to work harder than others. But let me tell you, I was talking to my mom the other day. So this we're talking about um, a billionaire. Let's say you're born a billionaire, right? You're born into a billionaire family. And you inherit all your wealth. Let's say your dad sold his company. Boom, you got billions of dollars. It's all in the family wealth. Now, yeah, I got nothing to do, right? That dude can literally wish for everything, bro. Like you were saying, man. But he might not have love. He might not have friendship. But you know what's so? Di- you know what I feel like the coolest thing about being poor is you have something to look forward to, man. That, that you have something to look forward you know what to. It man. is a dope thing about being poor: the creativity. Man, you, you you the creativity, the energy. You have a mission in life, man. You have a, you you have a mission in life to say, you know what. I have an adventure ahead of me. Right. But when you're born a billionaire, what adventure do you have? You and know look what? At, and look at if I was a billionaire tomorrow and I I spent it all on some dumb shit, I came back to being poor, I wouldn't be unsatisfied. If somebody rich goes broke, they usually lose their fucking mind. Right. And it's, 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 the idea is this, though. The idea is like, let's say you're a billionaire, right? And you want to make this hip-hop album, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, you don't need to make have I'm going to make money, so you could kind of invest in whatever, right? Yeah. Imagine if someone like Jay Z, right, or I'm just we're just using an example as Jay Z, right? Yeah. Let's say yeah, somebody's big Z or whatever. You're like, man, I could pay Jay Z a million dollars for a verse. Jay Z is going to be like, who's this guy that's giving me a million dollars for the verse? Oh, the, the billionaire kid. I mean, I'm just giving him a whatever verse, man. But if I tell Jay Z, yo, this kid came off from this and that and this and that, this and that, and man, he wants a verse from you, man. What are you going to do? He's going to be like, oh. Look, this is this is interesting. More right. inspired, more creativity. And the idea is for me, I'd appreciate that J verse more because I'm like, hey, listen, I went through this, 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 this. This is my adventure. This is why I went through. I had a story to follow. But when you're born a billionaire, man, or a kid or whatever, with so much money, it's kind of whack. Because what are you gonna do now? You, at the end of the day, money's very motivating. We gotta admit that money's very motivating. So when you're born a millionaire, we could just literally. Buy a Ferrari as the push of a button. You can buy it online or something. I don't know how these people live. It's type of credit card to get like a Ferrari next door or whatever. But the being, I feel like people need to appreciate being poor sometimes because it helps you see things in different perspectives. It helps you create different ideas, like you said, creativity, and it just gives you a taste of adventure. And I feel like people need to see the adventure of it, man. The Stop looking at it as I failed. I mean, look, bro, we took an L today, but the L was not for loss. The L was for learning. That, and, it, and you become way more appreciative when you pull, and you get it. I noticed that. Like, but we going on like 55 minutes. So we should end this soon because I don't want to. Uh, we got to clean up anyway. I got to get back to Best Buy to return all this equipment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it Yo, like, so... <laughs> Yo, you already know what it is, man. Every Sunday with Corey Cash, Corey Cash podcast. I want to say, um, we, um, before ahead, I catch you, because you said Corey Cash, I'm like, oh, I want to say, um, shout out to Corey Cash for.
put me on to this podcast. My first podcast ever, aka interview. I don't know what to call this. It's dope, right? It's it's, it's I've never you done do this whatever before. you want. You just say whatever you curse. want. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I guess you gotta wrap it up. I guess or something. We gonna wrap it up. Cause this shit is almost an hour. I know people don't got attention. Yeah, that's that. too much. It's but too much. I know I'm gonna get a lot of text messages and support for this shit. Cause yeah, people have been hitting me up and like, yo, y'all conversations has been dope. So <clears throat> another episode of Corey Cash podcast, and we're wrapping it up. And I'm out. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the. Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with the 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLSR ID 399801.